All right, what's happening, everybody? Season 2, Episode 12, Take Action Podcast here at the Monty Studios. Uh, For our podcasters listening, this is our first video podcast, which you guys can go back and watch next Monday um, when this one comes out, because you will only be aware of it starting next Wednesday. But for the people who are actually watching on Facebook Live now, we are live. So what's up, everybody? I really hope it's working at the moment. So, Well, if it's not, nobody's seeing our mistake anyway. So Okay, cool. (laughs) Well, we at least gave it a try. Yeah. Hey, remember our first episode that we filmed or that we recorded that didn't record? Yep, yep. It was a really good episode. Our first ever season one, episode one, phenomenal episode. And after we done recording, it was nothing there. Yeah, exactly. So this will probably be the same case as we continue to evolve. We've been teasing about video now for a couple of months and uh, we finally just decided, you know what, let's let's take some action and do it. And today we'll probably be all messed up and, and we'll learn from that either way we're gonna start off you know Yuri you want to give us our weather report how was your week obviously we are living in different times right now so at least we don't have like a, a nuclear winter or anything going on. no not nuclear winter yet your favorite segment guys Green Bay weather update the last few days were actually pretty phenomenal weather wise we finally hit those 45 50 degrees yes it was just wonderful day it felt like a real spring outdoor studio is gone now for sure all the snow from my yard is gone other than that you guys know the situations going on here in Wisconsin so we're just trying to stay safe my kids off school for indefinite period right now it was supposed to be violet spring break but now it's extended so I'm just doing my civil duties be trying to be a good dad trying to keep my nervous system in place at the end of the night because you know how it is with kids some of them listen some of them don't and then that witching time comes around after three 4 p.m. when they just turn into wilder beasts until <laughs> bedtime. I'm pretty sure Sergey can relate to that. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, so we got another phenomenal guest today, guys. This is actually somebody I know for a really, really long time. I would say, what, about 15 years I know Sergey. A little bit more than I know Monty, but we've been really good buds. We are, came from the same country. You guys know all about my story throughout all of our episodes. And today it's actually Sergey's turn. Tell about his amazing story yeah. and his path on the road to take action. Yeah, and I think the, the cool thing about it is we've talked about, a lot of times on our show we do the Q&A. And a lot of times people have asked how we met. Well, everybody watching, this is patient zero. Sergey is the one (laughs) how Yuri and I actually met. I knew Sergey before, Yuri knew Sergey before, and that's how that happens, right? So that's where we came, you know, we came friends that way. That's the uh, exciting thing. Well, welcome, welcome, Sergey. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, and it's interesting too. I mean, it's kind of ironic. We've been wanting to get... Sergey on for a while and he's a doctor ironically enough us dealing with the coronavirus he might be able to clear a few things up and I don't even know if you know have all the answers yet I mean I don't you're not specialized in immunology or anything like that but you're a lot closer to that than most of the keyboard warriors are online we'll clear some of that up today we'll have some fun and we'll get jamming here why don't we talk about that because obviously that's top of mind for every single person on here coronavirus COVID-19 what is really the situation what what should they be 
be aware of before they come and see you at the uh, at the hospital at the ER. Hey guys, Sergey here. So just <laughs> a little bit of background. I'm an emergency medicine doctor and I work here in the Fox Valley. One main thing that I want you guys to know is again, just like everybody explains, do your usual precautions. Cover your cough, wash your hands with soap, Use that alphabet so, or whatever you want to do, count till 20 when you're washing, because that truly makes a huge difference. And uh, try to stay home as well. As of from an ER perspective, one of the main things is if you have very mild or no symptoms, do not come to us. We really get over flooded a lot if everybody uh, tries to come to us. And what actually the worst thing that can happen right now is you might actually catch the infection coronavirus in the department when you come. Majority of the departments right now are securing the outside tents or some type of isolation precautions and you will be around other people with respiratory symptoms. Right now we see majority of the cases which are other viral infections like influenza. So again, if you're going to come in and you have the influenza, you just expose yourself to another viral infection like COVID-19. Yeah, for sure. I mean, as far as we, now the big thing is social distancing, right? So doctor's perspective, I mean, in Wisconsin, this is a big deal. All the bars closed yesterday. So <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I always thought if the bars closed, we're in big trouble. So maybe there's something to it. So social distancing, being responsible that way, you know, what's your advice there? I mean, they took away my gym, they took away my bars. What am I supposed to do now? Well, you can still do most of it at home. <laughs> Uh, I would still not recommend, you know, at this time, again, they're trying to recommend uh, not to put your immune system at any risk. So minimizing alcohol is one thing that you should be doing. Yeah. You know, my official answer, minimize the alcohol. My unofficial one will do your routine. Yeah. <laughs> so you probably shouldn't listen to President of Belarus. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys, Yuri shared something yesterday and uh, Yuri, take that one because that's so funny. Yeah, my uncle sent me a little video of our president given just a little fragment from his press conference but he was clearly saying and nice and that you guys should use not only vodka to wash your hand but you also should take it internally to eliminate the virus <laughs> so you can probably obviously tell that our president is not medical expert <laughs> that's why we have a real one in studio today and this is why we actually in the united states at this point and not in belarus anymore <laughs> one of the reasons but yes this is very important guys and even for what sergey said nobody realized or people forgot that it's actually when it comes in march in april that's your regular flu season so you might get a different flu so if you have coughs and some symptoms it's not necessarily the coronavirus right away because that's isn't a okay. traditional flu time of this year when it comes out again yeah and again just realize what i'm saying right now might not be true in a week this is a very fast moving target right now and we have more cases of influenza as we do the coronavirus what good happened is we actually aware of its existence and aware of actually that social distancing as well so not being around other people is what potentially can help with this pandemic for sure so let's uh now that we've covered corona and i'm sure everybody's at this point when this launches on monday and for our facebook live people watching right now this is probably something that's been beaten to a dead horse and it sounds like many com times common sense you know right just don't go into big groups even though we're here blowing on each other while we're talking <laughs> you know having our having our vapors from our mouths come across our, our microphones but yeah just use common sense guys take you know hopefully this thing passes pretty quickly 
if we stay away from each other in larger groups, it should go, at least from my non-medical opinion, should go pretty quickly, hopefully. But let's talk about you, Sergey. I mean, obviously, we've talked about your story about coming from Belarus. We talked about mine coming from Pulaski. What a, what a huge <laughs> trans, transport I took from Pulaski to Swamico, Wisconsin, which if you guys Google map it, it's it's quite a journey. Belarus, for, <laughs> Sergey, for you, how did you decide to come to the United States? When was that decision made? Like, where And when did you start like thinking about mm-hmm. getting out of Belarus? Well, that decision came pretty quickly. (laughs) 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 That was a no-brainer. However, the whole story is a little bit interesting looking back at it. I actually wanted to come here way earlier than I actually did. So what age, what age was that? It was around 18, 19. Okay. But one of the major events that happened at that time was September 11. I was actually about to apply for the visa to come over here and actually potentially considering moving over here. But then seeing uh, skyscrapers, you know, fall on the uh, live TV from the other country was very, not only scary event over here, but it was just a scary time. Right. So it got delayed by a couple of years. So I did not get here until 2003. They significantly cut down right. a- applicants for work and travel programs just for security precautions. So especially sometimes Belarus or some countries in Eastern Europe are considered not safe countries for some reason. <laughs> so yeah, it took a few years for this program right. just to kick back in its yeah. place. And then moving over here, coming to United States, not knowing anybody, not really speaking great English to begin with, and only having $600 just to start with was uh, quite a trip. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's incredible because, you know, we have so many people that are born here in the United States and they're set up for success right away. Some have harder backgrounds. Obviously, not everybody comes from the greatest of parents or whatever, but but you guys have shown the American dream coming Mm -hmm. from a different place. And that's a real thing. If you're born here and you complain about it, go to a country, Belarus, Venezuela, someplace that has some sort of communist dictator that's running the whole show and they and they literally restrict you from being who you can possibly be and the restrictions are there so that's huge and that's part of the reason why we started to take action podcast is i've had it easy even though my parents didn't have everything growing up and we hopped from house to house and we lived in a trailer park for a while and those sort of things like i'm still able to make it and i don't even know that i'm even made it yet i'm having fun i'm happy with life and i think that's really what it all comes down mm-hmm. to and you guys saw a bigger picture from a long ways away i mean where did you get your information? Because the internet was very limited there. There's a lot of propaganda on TV back home. How did you guys know like what America really was about? How did you guys make that decision in your head to be like, we saw the Twin Towers fall, but you guys still were like, there's still a better, it's still a better place. We knew people who would come and visit the United States and some of them who stay and immigrate permanently versus the people who come back, they still stay, uh, say this is the land of opportunity. But again, just like you said, you at the end of the day, you still need to take action. You might be, and this is the main lesson that I learned early in my life. First, I had a really great professor for anatomy when I was back in Belarus. And she said, well, Sergey, when I was not doing too well with anatomy, she's like, I believe everybody probably tells you that you are very smart. I'm like, oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, "Uh, in my 20 plus years of experience, I meet young people all the time who are told that they have a great future coming up in front of them. However, the biggest difference is nobody actually works to achieve stuff. And this is where it makes a huge difference. Somehow, I actually remember those words pretty well, and that's what made the difference. Yeah. What about you, Yura, on that? 
I mean, we've probably talked a little bit about this already, but... You know, it's always hard to say because everybody knows that traditional Eastern Europe and specifically Russia and United States are always at some kind of cold war. So a lot of propaganda, a lot of facts which are not accurate. I always liked United States. It's called land of opportunity. You work hard, you can get what you want. And from my experience, I've seen people like Sergey from coming back from this work and travel program and telling all great things about it. And I decided to take action for myself. I mentioned before, guys, I had two full-time jobs. I worked first one, not rocket science, it was McDonald's. Right. But it was a good job for a student, kept me busy, kept me away from chasing girls and doing parties and... No, I did it. Did it really? Uh, <laughs> at, at, at some extent. <laughs> some it extent. restricted it. Yeah, it didn't like, stop it. <laughs> restricted it. I also had a professional job. I worked for LBR Group. It's a company who did agriculture equipment and sold Belarus tractors and equipment. That's kind of equivalent of John Deere and here. I was doing internet marketing sales. So you can probably imagine how much tractor cost. Oh, yeah. but, but my salary was 100 bucks a month for each place. So I just came to conclusion, it was 2002-2003, that I have one year of college left and I'm literally been busting my ass for the last three years. Two full-time jobs and going to college full-time and half-time partying and chasing girls, you know, I had to cut some activities down. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, that was a kind of no-brainer for me. So when the chance came along, I applied. We you actually had to do an interview, even though we didn't speak much English, but you had to prepare, you had to take interviews, speak with real Americans and explain why you want to go and all of that stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was lucky to be chosen here. And I'm actually very lucky that I was able to get my citizenship and I'm proud to live in this country. Yeah. And that's awesome. And I think that's knowing you guys for the last 10, 15 years or whatever it's been now, it's been more than 10 for sure. Like the one thing that like I have a very hard, and you know this, I have a very low tolerance for people who are here who complain about their lives and complain about the fact that there's just nothing out there for them. To me, that's just them quitting. I don't have that tolerance to be able to say, oh, it's going to be okay, buddy. You're all right. Uh, You know, like, it's just there's so many different things you can do. And we, you know, and even here in in the States, you guys weren't brought up the same as in the United States. But even to a a level of degree in the U.S., we're taught you go to school from kindergarten until you're 18. Then you go to college. Then you go work for 40 years. And then hopefully you still have your body, your knees, your your mind, and then you get to hang out and spend some of the fruits of your labor. There's just more to it than that. Like what you guys had said is like work hard. You absolutely have to work hard to get to where you go. But you guys came here with very limited English. You guys both went to college. Sergey, you you became a freaking doctor with knowing hardly any English at all. Learning in an English system where everything is brought out in English and now you're an extremely talented doctor. It's incredible to see like what you guys were able to do with a harder way to get here with less opportunity than people who are born here and maybe they just don't see it and maybe that's what it is is it's all around us all the time opportunities everywhere 
And it's just people just mm-hmm. like assume that, or maybe entitled. Maybe people think maybe entitlement's the other issue here yeah. too, where you guys never saw that because you never were brought up that way. But also, what really makes a difference is early time investment. I mean, while you're young, healthy, and have a strength to do stuff, if you put a little bit extra time, it's gonna pay off later on. Right. Just like majority of the people who visited and told the story, there's not a single story that all of a sudden they got lucky and. I everything happened to them. So my biggest thing is to say you not only have to be, it's better be lucky and good. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Lucky and good. Next thing that I want to talk about here is like, you know, obviously, Sergey, you've had some pretty lofty financial goals, which is pretty cool. One of the things that <laughs> was a little bit delusional, I think, when, when Sergey first started going to medical school, when he got done, he told all of our our friend group, which is a pretty large friend group that we were all going to have Ferraris. He followed through on that. Uh, I'm not going to lie. We all got Ferraris, but they were matchbox cars. What are, uh, you got some pretty cool stuff in the pipes though. Like you just bought an indoor simulator, golf simulator. How's that going? Oh, it's going great. I am about to play later today as well. (laughs) There are, you know, you work hard, you play hard. I made a goal to get all my school loans paid off very quickly. I took a workload, which is double probably for the regular ER doctor over the past three years and I was able to achieve that goal. We had a little bit extra cash left over and my wonderful wife said, Sergey, you dreamt about it for a really long time. Why don't you get it? I said, oh, can I? And that just happened. And so, you actually worked hard for it. You worked extra hours, not like you went rob the bank. Yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing thing to have in your playroom. I mean, I'm having fun. Yeah. Well, and it's fun, too, to watch your little guy. He's in there swinging clubs now, too, and he's getting pretty good. Yeah. He is four years old, and we are hoping to get some golf lessons once the it warms up a little bit. <laughs> So, well, you have golf lessons. Just have them come over. They can't, the golf golf coaches can't do anything right now. They're all quarantined too. So bring them over and get some private lessons in home. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah. What's next for Sergey? Like, uh, it doesn't have to be anything you're going to buy. I mean, the golf, the golf simulator is awesome. We know what you got going on. As far as your career, now you've taken a different path than a lot of people because a lot of people that we interview uh, actually are on the rise. At this point, you've, in, in a, you're still rising. Don't get me wrong. Is it taking more time off? to spend with your family because I mean you've grinded pretty hard as a doctor for the last three years what's next yeah and this is where the big difference from other even uh, medical field specialties versus you know somebody who builds their own businesses we already plateaued in the ER patients come to me it all depends on just how many shifts you work I'm pretty happy where I am financially right now you know I don't I got my school loans paid off and that was my number one goal the rest that I would like to do is take my time and actually develop my hobbies which is one of the main ones I really like golf it's I'm not good at it but I'm gonna keep on playing spending time with the family and actually I missed on quite a few big activities with my son growing up over the past three years so I'm trying to it's okay for me not to attend every single karate lessons or every single tennis you know game but spending a little bit more time with him would be great Sasha ironically just messaged in and said her and Maximus are watching so (laughs) (laughs) he was hi Sasha hi Hi. Maximus hey guys 
guys. <laughs> but yeah, Sergey had amazing story and bringing back Sergey's story, we talked about Kirill a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Kirill, another guy from Belarus who Shina was on our podcast. He has a very unconditional love for Taco Bell. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Kirill was the connecting point between me and Sergey. So sometimes it tells you how really small this world is. Me and Sergey from Minsk, it's a very big city, it's 1.7 million. Mm-hmm. We lived in completely different parts of town. And when we moved to United States, my friends from Madison and other Belarusians, I'm like, hey, we're going to see this guy in Akanto. He's really cool. And I came in to see all of those guys. And one of the guys was Kirill. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, I haven't seen you in five years. And that was a guy who Sergey met in Wisconsin Bells. <laughs> and we all became such a good friends. Yeah. A lot of us started in Wisconsin. None of us live in Wisconsin anymore, but we still a good group of friends. So Kirill, check this out. Get, get some Taco Bell before nuclear holocaust, especially <laughs> in California. So, and the funny part was Kirill was like a DJ and you you were really into that. That's how you how you met him originally, right? Yes, he was a DJ in the club, maybe half mile from my house. So I spent there a few years of my life. We were supposed to get parties and high school so Kirill was traditional DJ he was always so energetic he was a great guy so missing Kirill like five years yeah. after moving to United States it was a blast Kirill still doing his DJ stuff even he's very talented engineer and launching rockets yeah, at SpaceX, SpaceX is awesome. at his free time he will still entertain you like DJ Tiesto guys <laughs> <laughs> and he'll buy you $50 worth of Taco Bell if you if you can get him to that place at the end of the night so it's uh, it's awesome. One of the things that I'm always intrigued about, Sergey, with you and, and being an ER doctor, and I'm not sure how much you can go into like some of these stories. I mean, obviously, you can't give out names and things like that. But going from like being in the classroom to going through medical school, what are the stages of that for people who don't really know? What goes on from there? And I want to ask you some other questions that relate to the, the private confidentiality part in a second. The pathway is not always the most straightforward because you need my original degree in Belarus was biochemistry and biophysics. So that helped me a lot with a lot of prerequisites. I did my undergrad at UW Green Bay, so I was able to transfer some of the credits. There were no direct uh, pre-med program at that time. I was able just to get some of the classes and then apply to the medical school. The applying process is a little bit different right now, but anyhow, everybody takes the exam, then you go to medical school. And that's where the things have been changing nowadays because there are four-year and three-year medical schools and they are MD and DO as well. They all are about the same. You do two years of the clinicals and then you do uh, two years of the general stuff and then two years of the clinicals. And that's where your most of the exposure is happening. Okay. And uh, during your clinical time, hopefully you'll make a decision of what you would like to do. I thought for a really long time I'm going to be interventional radiologist. But then med school happened, clinicals happened, and I changed my mind pretty quickly and said, well, emergency medicine it is. There you go. Yeah, because you were originally going to go into pediatrics, right? No, radiology was all the way. Oh, it was. Radiology, interventional radiology, that was kind of the path, but that got changed. So why did you change the ER? Just more fast and furious? That too. Working with a screen was really problematic. I actually at some point started to wear glasses because my eyes were hurting so much. So I would not be able to manage the screen. Not like I'm not spending any time in front of the screen right now, 
but <laughs> well, but I mean, your golf it. simulator has a screen. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So then, let's go into obviously, and you took a unique path too because you got your four year. Then you took a little bit of a break to save up some money, pay off your student loans, work at Red Lobster. Five years. It was a five year gap in between my undergrad in green undergrad in Belarus to when I went back to school here. Yeah. Wow. And one thing that was always great was when Sergey would uh, work at Red Lobster, he would give you a little bit of song, a little bit of dance, a little bit of conversation. It's all about great service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's the crazy, like, I know people are going to ask this question and you probably get asked this all the time. Like, what's the craziest thing you've seen in ER so far? That one is Without tough. Without getting too graphic. Without. Or you can, I guess. I mean, that brings viewership up, right? The your Milwaukee residents, the biker festival? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Is that all you can uh, say? <laughs> it's, it's too much. It's too much. It will get graphic, but what I would highly advise you, please follow the speed limit and wear all the protective gear, especially helmets for motorcycles. Yeah, my father-in-law, who's probably gonna listen to this because he loves listening to you talk and you guys love <laughs> picking on each other all the time. He does. He rides motorcycles and he always says, oh, it's not about surviving the crash, it's about keeping your brains intact. Like that's the reason why he wears the helmet. I would imagine there's some life-saving qualities to a helmet, I would imagine, otherwise there's no point. It, <laughs> <laughs> it makes a big difference. Just take, uh, my take on it is definitely wear a helmet we can fix a broken bone we can fix brain yeah that's true and that's true. and if you actually drink on motorcycle that i don't think you actually have to brain in the first place right right kind of <laughs> right yeah drive sober get pulled over or die one of the two you know, yeah just think about how it affects your judgment i mean that's all it takes is a split second split to me second, yeah i mean think about when we were younger <laughs> And when we when we drank, I mean, we're still dumb now, but at least we're we're smart. Yeah, I'm now. just gonna give a big smile <laughs> on that one, <laughs> like the things I've done and not uh, gonna as do a Yuri's favorite quote. Don't remember, never happened. Yep, yep. That, that's exactly. I only ended up in jail once. And it wants too many, so I fixed my way, so we drink responsibly now. Well, that's yeah. good. That's good. So, Sergey, what are your hobbies? And uh, We know you golf. Outside of golf, what, what do you like to do? I don't like doing it, but I do it every day. I work <laughs> out. <laughs> I really... I said hobbies, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not, nobody, not a lot of people like to work out. I've grown to actually starting to like it again, but yeah, not everybody likes working out. So that's a routine. That's not a hobby. Yeah, most of my stuff that I'm doing is a routine. Yeah. Golf is my hobby. The rest, I'm kind of trying to see what I would like to do. You have a structure, a daily structure. What's a daily structure look like? Because that's, I think, big for people too. It's huge for myself, but... What's a daily structure for a doctor? If I'm not working, the daily structure is pretty straightforward. I usually try to get my elliptical run early in the morning before I have a breakfast because I noticed if I eat later in the day, I just have even less interest of doing it. Sure. So if I do it before breakfast, at least I'm interested on in finishing it as soon as possible. It's interesting. Billy talks about that too, is getting the workout in in the morning because by the afternoon, he's not gonna, he knows he's yeah. not going to do it. And you, you've seen that. You've understood that too. Yeah. And it's the only way get the breakfast. Definitely. If my son is around, play with the boy. We have our routine, cars, toys golf uh we have a 
we do karate lessons right now so we have a punching bag right now so we play ninja that's how we oh, call yeah. it oh yeah i play ninja with my kids i can guarantee you guys that once you're gonna start playing ninja with your kids i would want to play ninja three four times a day <laughs> so and including six o'clock in the morning i'm like dad are we ready for ninja yet <laughs> and uh, unfortunately the daily routine has changed a lot right now because we used to do a little bit more go somewhere we love going to airplane museum in oshkosh but now we kind of avoiding all the places so we would be probably rolling outside and uh, uh his bicycle with a safety wheels or whatever they called yeah and helmet yeah training wheels safety wheels same thing nice and i think you forgot to mention because it's still cold outside you guys do a lot of activities outside by the lake in the summer yeah once it's gonna get warm jet ski is gonna go in the water and that's what we're gonna do there a lot go. of jet skiing new hobby new uh, and once april rolls out we're probably gonna do a little bit of the fishing yes and I'll be there because I don't have anything to do in April. This time, this year, we'll probably upgrade my son's uh, fishing rod to actually have hooks to his. They're going to take He has a very nice sparkly fish attached but it does not have any hooks on it yeah. so the bait is there there's no hooks oh it's gonna be a big year for maximus that's for sure <laughs> so they can stuff to the next level taking it up the next level now you're gonna get to be like my dad where he gets frustrated from cleaning up all the untangled messes and everything when we were younger you know yeah and, and my brothers would cast over each other all the time <laughs> And this is where patience makes a huge difference. You have to be patient. There's no screaming, yelling, raising voice. Just be a little bit patient. Try to explain and listen to your child yeah. or children. Yeah, well, for ahead. sure, yeah. Kids are kids. So for those who don't have kids or don't realize it anymore, little people under five years old, they don't really have much common sense yet developed. <laughs> <laughs> so the, like... What, uh, you were saying they're not making wise decisions? <laughs> well, I'm just saying for your own sake and protecting your own nervous system as a parent, you have to repeat things anywhere from 10 to 50 times sometimes. For Same day. <laughs> Same day. I'm gonna I'm gonna blame the parents on this one. I don't have any kids, so it's easy for me to do that. <laughs> parents, parents are dumb. Parents are dumb. It's not the kids; it's the parents. <laughs> and I do have another question for you, Sergey. I know you were in medical school. You were in medicine. Then you did your residence in Milwaukee. You were in Chicago for a little bit, and then you guys actually moved here in Fox Valley. Are you pretty satisfied with Fox Valley here? Yes, loving the place. We live in Nina, a beautiful town. My wife was. More interested in uh, bigger cities before we were moving however once we did a touring and uh, Dennis the menace showed us around <laughs> and showed us all the areas around she was much more open to moving and now she loves the place where we live nice that, that's very good and as I mentioned before I was from a big city so I've got a good taste of it I moved here when I was 21 and sometimes I just want things a little bit easier me and Sergey live 45 minutes away he's in Nina we in Green Bay size of Green Bay is just perfect you still get all the entertainment we have phenomenal nfl team you get all the stores but what we don't have is traffic jams your parking tickets problematic parking downtown so this is why i love green bay and especially with this new highway when you feel like a king you <laughs> four lane highway so Shh, you're gonna start getting too many people to move here <laughs> <laughs> and what makes a huge difference is also people that live over here when we're lacking some entertainment in the 
the city, one of us provides that entertainment themselves. Or to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do have a lot of fun together. So that is uh, that is one of the really cool things. So this is the time of the show where we flip it a little bit. I gave Sergey a heads up. Sometimes we we don't give our guests a heads oh, up. but I, gave... I love catching our guests off guard. I know, it's so fun <laughs> to see the look on their face where you get to be the I'm interviewer now. I'm still, it was not enough heads up. Yeah, you're right. Two questions. You get to ask either one of us two questions, anything, other than how we met, because we've covered that like 30 times now, and we even covered it today. So why did you guys start this podcast? You want to take it this time? Yeah. You can start, and I'll fill it. Let's do this. So it's all started as we were developing the marketing plan for Monty's real estate business. And a lot of people just care about themselves. As you go, I say it all the time, you go on social media, it's all about me, 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 me. With our marketing plan, we wanted to do something different. We wanted to give it back to you guys. Right. We wanted to do something, not like nobody has, but we wanted to do something special. So we sat down at first and like, oh, podcast idea was phenomenal. And our first idea was to do Monty and Friends. Then Which I still get to do. We still get <laughs> to do, but at the end of the day, we both thought that Monty and Friends was only beneficial basically to right. Monty and Friends. It was given much back to you. So we switched our gears. Yep. We did a little brainstorm. And there you go. Here's a Tech Action Podcast where we actually hear for you guys, for our listeners, for our fans. And we just hit 2,000 downloads yesterday. Yep. And that's amazing how it works because as of January, we only had 1,000 downloads. January 23rd is when we hit It 1, was 1,000 downloads. downloads. So from September of 2019 to January 23rd, it was 1,000 downloads. And we hit another 1,000 in just... Yeah. two months yeah and that doesn't even include the people on youtube that have seen like some of the episodes there our facebook episodes now which will won't count with those numbers either so it's, it's been a ton of fun to watch it grow and again i didn't want it to be about me like that was one of the things is like yeah i'm here i'm asking questions just di i want to be able to give different perspectives and different ways to motivate people to do what they want to do and you know I've, that's been my job for 10 years and motivating student athletes on how to go to college and, and those sort of things and i think the things that we train kids on what to do can apply to every single person I see a lot of people in a rut I was in a rut up until a couple of years ago and you still get into them. I mean, that's going to happen and you just want to, people always say, I wish, I wish, I wish. And I didn't want there to be, I want not as many people out there to have regrets about their lives. We only get one. So when you talk to old people or even people our age now, it's like, oh, I wish I would have did that five, 10 years ago. Or I wish I would have did that. I wish I would. And you hear the I wish, and those are regrets. And then people dwell on those regrets for a long time. And hopefully whatever verbiage comes out of our mouths here today to see two guys that were able to come from a foreign country, a dictator and make a life for themselves here. And then you know, for me, just to do what I do on a daily basis and get out and have fun and you know, be that person. It's like, I want other people to see like it is possible. You don't have to be stuck in whatever situation you're in. Go out and do it. Take action. That's the reason why we we set up the take. That's why we call it take action was you can do whatever you want within reasonability. I mean, I can't go and be an NFL football player. It's, I mean, I was okay, but 
was never going to get there. Not talented <laughs> enough to get to that level. So reality is taking action on something that you can potentially do. A lot of people say, well, I want to, I've been saying this for a long time too. I want to play guitar. I want to play keyboard. I want to do some musical instrument and I will. That's coming. I'll have a little bit more free time beginning April 1st, as we talked about last week. And then just building a business, having that, uh, being able to be an entrepreneur at this point and not really knowing where we're going, I think is fun. We're just having, Yuri and I are having fun with this. Yuri's been great on the real estate side we're just having fun you know growing you know growing the, the process growing our business right now to and we don't know where it's going we have a vision for it we don't know where it's going and that's that's okay and like yuri said all the time it's okay to suck it's as okay long as you're trying around. i guess it's a long answer and kind of the philosophy behind it but that's the reason why we started the podcast was to hopefully motivate people to take action all right when are you gonna invite dennis we're gonna do a friends episode you're gonna be back on again and we're just gonna clown a big group yeah we're gonna do a bigger group podcast that's like point. european yeah european because we have we're gonna bring edo and richard on and We'll have to censor Richard, maybe. European. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll get Dennis on the podcast eventually. Dennis, I really hope you listen to this. Sometimes Dennis needs to be invited on the podcast to take action. How not to take action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that will be saved for another episode. Yeah, so yeah, yes. you will get our European group one of these days, and I think we should do another live one. Everybody have a wonderful story. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. With, with all the guys that have come from different countries and why they've come here, I think it'll be cool to do that. I'll be really in the minority. I'm already in the minority on this one. It'll be great. I'm excited about that one. That's in the works. Next week, we're going to actually, the plan is to actually have kids on. The Kid Cast. The Kid Cast. Kid Podcast. Got to be careful on how we say anything else there. But I'm excited about that one. We have no idea how those questions are going to be answered. So it should be fun. It should be cute. The kids will have fun with that one. So we're going to wrap up, guys. I think we've covered a ton today. Sergey, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, any last advice about Corona or life? Uh, or have a Corona and enjoy your life? Just use common sense. Cool. Great. Great advice. All right. Yuri, where can people find us? Besides on Facebook Live right now. Well, of course, Facebook Live, that's a but to be right now, guys. Other than that, we are on Instagram at Take Action Podcast MY. We are on at Twitter, Take Action Pod MY. We have professional page on LinkedIn. We're going to be rolling out more videos, guys. So you can always find us on YouTube at Take Action Podcast with Monty and yours. So feel free to subscribe to our channel. I'm going to try to post this live video on YouTube as well. In the meantime, if you want to listen to any of our podcasts you know where to go the captivate is my favorite player then we have google podcasts apple podcasts we literally literally i just checked the other day we are on 10 15 different podcast yeah, services awesome. and remember that magic window i'm talking about all the google time a? google a yeah you type in on google a and just type it in or google for you english speaking folks <laughs> type in take action podcast with mine in Euro, and we are pretty unique name so you'll find our search results right away you don't have to go too far i do want to say a few things personally about this uh, coronavirus business yeah. i want everyone to stay responsible guys if you know you're not feeling well stay home don't go making out with people don't run around don't go to the hospital hospitals besides people freaking out they still have to to perform the traditional duties. People still breaking hands, people still have heart attacks. We still have babies. As Sergey told us before the show, 
eating toilet paper do not cure corona virus <laughs> and for those i specifically want to pay attention to people in grocery stores this is not nuclear fallout please do not buy thousand dollars worth of groceries to the point when you clear off the shelves and then people who actually need stuff to eat at a no normal base so just be considerate to other people be yeah. This is a hard time, so we have to take it as a community. As besides Sergey and Dr. Raya was listening on Prevea, it's all about flattening out the curve, right? That's correct. So we're all going to get it probably sooner or later. Nobody have immunity for coronavirus, but let's not all get it at the right. same time. We all get it at the same time. Our life already stopped. It's going to be even worse. So take yeah. precautions and be nice and don't be an asshole. Yeah, and you know, the funny part is too, is speaking of the being an asshole part, I was at... I was at, I went to about, Shane and I have, were down to two rolls of toilet paper in the house. So we legitimately need toilet paper. And so Sunday night we went shopping. We went to like four different stores, not a roll of toilet paper anywhere around. No bread, no chicken. But the thing I thought was hilarious was the actual like food that boosts your antioxidants, all the fruit, nothing touched. Perfectly <laughs> right. All the oranges, all the strawberries, all that stuff was there. I was like, wait a minute. Isn't there like, I'm not a nutritionist, but like vitamin C and a lot of these antioxidants and all these things that boost your immune system and everybody's grabbing bread and chicken and toilet paper. Like, I'm like, well, I guess we're going to load up on some fruit for a while and eat that. So, <laughs> but I did find toilet paper yesterday, by the way. At Quick oh, Trip, okay. So thank you, Quick Trip, for restocking your, and I only took one pack of four, by the way. I didn't raid okay. the place. They were going to charge yeah, the one nice. guy. At the cash register said that roll of toilet paper was $1,100 though, so I talked him down to four. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm looking for a new house. I have a 12 pack, so it's probably going to be my down payment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so very good, guys. Well, thanks again for listening. Thanks for joining us on Facebook Live. Go out there, be responsible, have fun. Don't change too much in your life. Spend time with your families. Learn something new. Take, in, you know, take advantage of this time where we are quarantined to our houses or our yards or whatever and pick up a book. Uh, learn a new skill, you know, learn a foreign language, pick up an instrument, just try something different now instead of just binge watching on Netflix, which I am going to do, by the way, <laughs> but substitute that. Like Yuri always says, retrain your brain. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we'll catch you guys later. Thanks again for listening. Thanks, Dr. Sergey, for coming on and boom. And Shakira. Boom. <laughs>